Hey, buddy. Hey, um, how was uh, how was your mother's day? I mean, it was good. My mom's not here, but yeah, she's in uh, Hawaii. Hawaii, right? Hawaii. Ha- Hawaii. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, is it? No. No. How do you spell that? How you pronounce it? Hawaii. Hawaii. The, the A is a uh. Ho. Ho. Ai. <laughs> is that how you say it? Close. Ho. Ai. I I know how to pronounce this. Melekilikimaka. That's actually pretty good. That is. Yeah. You know, it took me about four or five years to pronounce it pretty correctly, but uh. Feliz Navidad. Oh, that's that's pretty good too. Look at that. I'm giving you kudos on that one, buddy. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty good. There you go. See, we're multicultural, and uh, I'm technically trilingual, dude. Are you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you you. Uh, I've heard you speak Spanish a little bit. Well, my professor told me that I'm proficient in Spanish after taking three years. So she's like, yeah, you're you're bilingual, and then I'll add in pigeon, mm-hmm. trilingual. Pigeon. Pigeon. What do you mean pigeon? It's nationally recognized. But what is it? What do you mean pigeon? What is that? It's like a, uh, it's like a Hawaiian slang. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, uh, uh, so it, I don't really talk like that anymore, though, because no. I don't. You used to a lot. I'm already whitewashed. Ah, okay. Because sometimes, like people would say that I. Well, before people would tell me, "Oh, I talk ghetto." Right? Is it something like I've that? Never heard you talk ghetto. No, 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 no. Well, no. This is the thing. Like you just said right now, that uh, you're whitewashed now. So ever since I moved, I was raised over here in Northtown, my whole life. Like the uh, pretty much my first twenty five years of life, I lived over there, and then when I moved over here on this side of town, I started to uh, you know change it up a little bit. So it's kind of the same thing for you then. Uh I wasn't really raised to talk pigeon though, because my yeah. parents are pretty proper, and uh, I guess going to an all boys school, I kind of did talk like that for a little bit. But yeah. since I moved up here. And, all my friends are white, so I don't need to. So you try to blend in with them and try to uh, relate to them? No, because if I were to talk like that, they wouldn't understand. They'd be like, what? But I mean, still, though, you would probably, you can, I guess you can tell that that person's from there or from oh, that. Easily. So that's what I'm saying with you. I mean, I don't even know what pigeon sounds. This is new to me. I don't know what pigeon is. Oh, I'm say, not say, gonna give you an example. Can you give me an example? No, of pigeon, I'm probably horrible. Right <laughs> what is a pigeon like? Give me something, anything, whatever. I don't even know. So how, okay, so how do you say what's up to your friend? How's it? How's it? Yeah. H O W Z I T. How's it? How's it? Yeah. Like how's it going? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then your boy would say so what up brother <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> so that's how wow okay i didn't yeah i didn't know that was a thing mm-hmm. oh okay and so you try to clean it up now and now you're uh uh using well proper well polished proper english 
And I've been actually very impressed in how some of the sentences, how they come out of, out of your mouth when you speak Spanish. Of course, I'm well, I'm educated. So, uh, well, mm, um, so you're able to hold the conversation. So, like, let's just say you went to, uh, like, those uh, Mexican markets, right? You would be no. able to ask them for something specific? No, I would try and act as white as possible. Can I get two tacos? <laughs> but if but if you're able to communicate with them, then why don't you just practice it? Uh, I would roll the R's at most. Yeah? What about, like, uh, uh, what about a, a, a girl? If you try to... Uh, try to communicate with them in spanish would you be able to i wouldn't you wouldn't be able <laughs> Why to would I, want to? I don't know she was attractive you would go up to her and she started speaking spanish uh, you would just go away no, because english is my first language <laughs> i don't know man way. if you just saw this beautiful woman and she just spoke spanish can i have a piece of your tortilla <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I mean, if you have the skills, I don't know why wouldn't you use them, right? Because if you don't use them, you lose them. You know, and that's what some of the things that we say to our clients, right? If we don't use, uh, uh, if if um, if there there's muscles that are not turned on correctly, or uh, because they're not using them, right? So they get turned off and. And sometimes uh, when they're doing deadlifts, uh, it's goofy looking, you know, whether it's uh, uh, knees are caving in or stuff like that. I feel like muscle memory is real, though, because... No, I agree. If I jump in the... Well, I used to do a lot of ladders when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was actually pretty good at it. Yeah. And if I were to do it now, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't really have a problem. I think but I but that's, a, that's somebody... So you, you've been doing it for a very, very long time. And you've been, uh, you've had an, an athletic background, right? But, I, I but I'm talking about, but like our clients, most of our clients don't. They, this is like their first time working out. So uh, you know, muscles. There's all these muscles that are not turned on, and we need to figure out how to turn those on, right? And the reason why they're turned off is because they haven't been using them. You don't. You don't agree. I don't know where this is going. No, I'm just telling you. <laughs> no, we 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 went into this direction because I said if you don't use your Spanish, you would lose your Spanish. And then I started translating it into yeah. what we go through with our clients. So that's what I'm saying. Keep using it. But there's two different things, though. You're using your brain for Spanish, and you're using your muscles for uh, central nervous system, buddy. I mean, that's where it all starts. Checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate. But you know, there's some of the questions that, that we get all the time. Not just our clients, but probably a lot of people that are just starting off working out is um, soreness. A lot of people come up to us. I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm, to me, they do. They're always talking to me about what can I do about soreness? What can I do? What can I do? Um, you know, you... You've done a few exercises in your in your workouts, and then the next day, not too bad, but then but then that second day, it's horrible, right? It's fucking worse. You like you don't want to get out of bed. You're so stiff, 
and um and to the point where you just don't move because you're in so much pain uh um but i would think that you would agree that that's probably one of the worst things you can probably do right is not move right in terms of soreness yeah you just gotta wait you just gotta, <laughs> you gotta wait till it's gone <laughs> <laughs> well i mean not exactly you have to wait but i mean there are some things that you can do but that's one of the common mistakes that people do is that when they're really really sore is um is they don't do shit they don't move and uh they don't uh, um, they just sit there and and just hoping and waiting for uh, uh, the soreness to go away. And all of a sudden, they don't want to go back to the gym because they don't want to experience that because they think that uh, that's what you experience every single time you go to the gym, which is not the case. Because you and I have been doing this for many, many years. And I can safely say that we're probably not ever really that sore. False. You're still sore? I did. Those. From those lunges last Thursday? Those the the the, the leg the leg workout that uh, you did on Thursday. Yeah, I am still sore from that. You're still sore. That was a pretty intense workout though. Mm, no, I only did four things. Four things, but they were very, very intense. And the volume was pretty high. I did five reps. No, 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 no. Before so you were doing reverse lunges, two twenty five, right? Okay, yeah, whatever. So 225, okay, for reverse lunges, five reps on each leg. Now, before that, you did like what, three or four more sets of of what? Of weight, right? You didn't do 225, but you were doing other weight. So I'm just saying like the volume obviously adds up, and that's probably why, I mean, that's what I would call it in, in, intense because, I mean, you it wasn't just your typical three sets of, you know, Eight to twelve reps. There was a lot of volume in there. I don't really think about that stuff. I know you're a fucking G. I get it. <clears throat> but I mean, but I mean, that's probably why I would say you're sore is because of that. But um, um, what I always tell my clients is, if you're sore, it's not necessarily because you had a good workout. It's because you did something different that your body's not used to. Yep, I agree too. So everybody out there as well, just because you worked out and you're not sore, that doesn't mean you didn't get a really good workout. You know, it's just that your body adapts um, to to the workout and then it's not sore anymore. Yeah, you're still making gains, but you're not going to get sore anymore. But try something new and you're probably going to get sore. Right. So, I mean, that's what we and that's what we're trying to say is that uh, that. Uh, soreness is not an indication that you did you know a a great workout you know and sometimes it can be a bad thing too you know if you're sore every fucking time that you go in the gym (laughs) then you're probably doing something (laughs) wrong here you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be sore every single time because that means that you're not adapting to the new workouts right? and that means you're not making any gains so get that shit out of your head you're not supposed to be sore every single time you should be sore maybe every single time that you change it up. But other than that, you shouldn't be sore. Anyways, but if you are sore, here are some things that we suggest that you should do to clear that, that soreness. Um, and the number one, to me, number one thing would just keep moving, I would say. 
you know, people will do like that leg day and then they don't want to fucking move the next day or the next week, the whole entire week, because they're too sore. Their fucking quads are hurting, glutes are hurting, hamstrings are hurting, calves are hurting. They don't want to fucking move because every single time that they move, they're in pain. I always try to go for a run on the treadmill or, you know, at some kind of cardio the day after I do legs. Yeah. That seems to always help me. And I'm not sore for, I would say probably like two days. Mm-hmm. So Second I mean, day is always worse. But yeah, I would say like that, do something like that or go for a walk. Just move. Don't just stay still. Stay there and just stay still. Keep moving. Keep that blood flow going. And uh, don't just, uh, you know, just not do anything. I always say that. Just keep moving. Keep moving. Um, the the next thing I would say would be like uh, do some gentle stretches as well. So I know it's painful and I know it's very, very stiff. But gentle stretches, in my experience, uh, help uh, dramatically. Uh, doing um, yeah, I would do gentle. Would you go like really, really deep? And I'm like, what do you do in, in terms of like soreness? When, I so crank I just, on that. You do. Mm-hmm. So like, um, like how would you do? Like, what would you do for let's just say a, a quad? You know, you did quads and then uh, you're super sore there. Like, what would you do when in terms of like stretches? Quad. It's hard to stretch your quad out unless you. That that's more of a thing that we have to show you. you can't I can't explain. Mm-hmm. So like um yeah, like your typical one like the one that um uh the ones that you're standing up and then you just pick your leg up behind you and you know pull on, flamingos is that what they're called yeah okay so the flamingo flamingo yeah so you do something like that yeah but honestly my quads don't ever get sore <laughs> <laughs> well I mean that's why you're the quad god right. That's why everybody always looks at your uh, your legs and they're very impressed with your legs. You put some work in those. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, gentle stretches, any of those areas that um that um are pretty sore, just stretch them out. I always recommend try to stretch them out multiple times in the day. Um especially in the morning when you're asleep. Uh, you haven't been moving around for six to eight hours, so you're going to be pretty stiff. So I would say do the stretches in the morning and then uh, do the stretches right uh, before bed. Uh, sends a signal to your brain that it's time to relax, so it helps you sleep a little bit better too. Um, so I would say just do that. If it's really, really bad, just try to do it multiple times um, a, a day. Just uh, increase that blood flow to... to uh, to 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 break up all that tightness that's going on in that muscle, isn't that right, Jevin? Beautiful. Um, and that goes up with sleep too. Now, the sleep is the time for your body to recover. If you're not getting enough sleep, your body has didn't have that much time to recover from everything that you put it through. Throughout that day, not just the workout, but at work and all these life stresses that you go through. Sleep is when the magic is done. Exactly. So I always tell people or my clients that, yeah, you work out for one or two hours a day. Mm-hmm. And 
those one to two hours is literally only one to two hours out of 24 hours. So it's not really when you're doing work. You're doing the exertion, but mm. the rest of when your body changes is when you sleep. Mm. So, yeah, those are the times that your body changes. Is You know, it's recovering. It's adapting to all the things that you put it through. And it's trying to get better for you because uh, it's probably going to come back the next day. So do yourself a favor. Uh, um get some good quality sleep uh if you are if you say that you go to sleep seven eight nine hours but they're all interrupted and you're waking up like four or five times a a night then that's not good quality sleep you should be sleeping the whole entire time uninterrupted unrealistic though what no it's not i don't sleep throughout the whole night sometimes i do sometimes sometimes but i I need no i'm not the best at you know sleeping I do need to work on it for sure. How do you work on it? Uh, there's multiple things that you can do to uh, to. Uh, that should be another podcast: is how to get better sleep. Um, <laughs> turn off your devices, maybe. You know. I mean, yeah, right. Turn off your devices. Well, I, instead of doing that, I just try to wear the the blue lights. The blue light blockers? Yeah. You wear that? Mm-hmm. You have a pair. I have three. You have one? You have, I do, actually. You have? I don't have one. Oh, yeah. I have some for you. Oh, okay. Someone give them to you or what? You got five bucks. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you think of... Uh, I'm a little iffy when in terms of like icing or like uh, heating. What do you uh, think about that when in terms of like... Uh, 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 a soreness. If something is swollen, then you ice it. Some, I don't really heat unless you don't heat. it's. Uh, if I have to like relax a muscle instantly, then yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I don't really take those into my recovery. I do like Epsom salt baths. You do do that. It just helps you. You find it that it helps you to relax a lot more mm-hmm. or better. But the water has to be like. Hot. Hot as fuck. Hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like iffy for me because a lot of people do this shit. And I have clients in the past that, well, they're ice. They'll do icing, ice to uh, to recover. Now, this is the thing with me in terms of icing and, and, uh, and heating. So if you are a regular person that just works out a couple times a month, I mean a couple times a week, then I would say stay away from that shit. Now, I the reason why I say that is because your body's trying to adapt. Now, the ice, the heat, that is blunting the inflammation that's causing in your body when you work out. Uh, and since it's blocking it, then you're not adapting to it. And that's part of the process is the whole inflammation of it and adapting to it so we can become bigger, stronger, and better in the gym the next time we go in there. So, if you're not an athlete, I say don't do it. If you are an athlete, um, then yeah, I would say that because their workouts are a lot more demanding. And some of them have to work out multiple times a day. So, they need to recover a lot faster than the regular gym goer. So, that's where I stand when in terms of that if, stuff. I feel like... If- like in terms of icing, you better be icing a joint. 
Uh huh. But a lot of people, they but they they do muscle. Bath. They do like the like yeah. There's really no point in that. Exactly. An ice bath. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That ice baths are good. They're they're fine. Yeah. But I'm talking. But I'm like for like a regular person, you would say. I say no. it's cool. It's cool for an athlete to do, not for a regular person. Just because, like I said, the workouts are a lot more demanding. They have more load. Uh, they're working multiple times a day, so they need to recover a lot faster to perform at their highest peak. So that's where the icing and the heating comes in. If you're just working out two or three, four times a week, and you're just doing your, your typical stuff, then you have enough time to recover, and you need those signals to adapt so you can get better in the gym. Sure. You don't agree. I can tell. You're not it's agree. It's true. Like, there you go. <laughs> you, you said it. I, I said it. You said it. <laughs> um, another thing that I love doing is uh, massages. What do you think about massages in terms of like soreness? It's, I mean, if you got the money. And you you want a massage after every leg day you do, then go for it. Or if you have like a spouse, a partner, they can go ahead and rub your legs. Oh. Like none of uh, your girlfriends ever I, like I don't have that. That's why I don't come to mind. So <laughs> <laughs> None of your girlfriends ever massaged your legs or massaged your back or anything like that. If they were really stuck. But it wasn't the best? Yeah. Yeah. They they probably don't even like doing that shit. They probably do like the whole like the whole face and then they're just like kind of doing this kind of like a rubbing kind of thing on the back and I'm like you're not fucking helping well all of them had nails so. that's true too <laughs> 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 so they're doing more damage than anything else yeah. hmm. just put my, but put their I, on my spine. so uh, yeah right but I I enjoy massages I feel like it re- helps me recover uh, a lot faster uh, in terms of uh, massages, I get massages. I try to get a massage once uh, every two weeks, or at least once every three weeks. I try to. Um, I'll do different kind of stuff, whether it's uh, uh, just your regular massage, deep tissue massage, or uh, 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 scraping. I do cupping as well. Those are pretty uh, pretty intense. Uh, but I think uh, uh, getting a, a professional massage and, and uh, getting those muscles uh, uh, nice and loose and relaxed helps out with the recovery. Isn't that right, Jevin? There you go. Beautiful. On to the next one. Um, active rest. You ever heard of active rest before? Yes. Yes? I don't do it, but... You don't do it? You no. do do it. If I need to, like... I had, Right now, my... I feel like my routine mm-hmm. got me to the point where I... When that next day of the same body part comes in the week, I'm not sore. Yeah. I'm, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. So for the people that don't know what active rest is, active rest is like you're moving around. You're doing things, whether it's walking, what we just mentioned before, or whether it's, I think active rest is just even doing like chores around the house. Uh, 
doing stuff like that, you know, fucking, you know, cleaning the house. Oh, my legs are so sore. I better go mop. (laughs) But that's what we were talking about. That's what we were talking about before is like people don't want to move, period. They just want to sit on the couch or they just want to lie in bed the whole entire time until this shit's gone. I think active rest in terms of specificity of working out Mm -hmm. goes to like yoga, Pilates. Yeah. Not maybe not Pilates, but foam rolling, even though I don't believe too much in it. Mm, but like just getting the body moving, getting the muscle moving. That's what I'm trying to say. But it's but like uh so that's a form of act of rest or like just moving around, walking around, doing stuff like that. And that's one of the biggest things that uh that you can do to not help recover is not to move. Like we mentioned before, you have to move. Move, 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 move to to get those muscles up and going and to feel I'm and I'm promising you're probably gonna feel a lot better uh later on throughout the day, later on throughout the week. Um so active rest is huge. Um next one. Calories. Right? You know a lot about calories. You eat a good amount of money. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. You no, eat a lot. Ask anyone. That you don't eat. I'm close. That I don't I've been. Eat. I no no no. We. I've been with you to dinner before, and yeah, because we went to all you can eat sushi. What else is there? To eat? No no no. But I mean, you kept that plan. You kept on coming. You had them just. You kept on uh, kept on ordering food, and it was just like, holy shit, this motherfucker can eat. Bud, it's on iron stands. I'm gonna go in. Well, that's true too. It was on iron stands account, so. <laughs> but i mean a lot of people make this mistake is that they don't eat enough a lot of my clients when i have them uh, uh write down food logs and seeing how much they're eating they're grossly under eating uh and food i feel uh, like if you work out that hard you have a big appetite because i know when i work out mm-hmm. good workout i'm so hungry after and i start eating and eating if I don't work out, then I don't have an appetite. Yeah. Well, I guess it just depends on everybody. I mean, everybody's different. But I try to just tell people to make sure they have their protein up. Take your fish oils, your turmeric, your mm-hmm. probiotics, whatever you take. But fish oils are good for inflammation. Turmeric is good for muscle soreness. And so soreness, inflammation as well. Yeah. Turmeric. Um but yeah, eat your calories, eat your food. Um, Asparagus. Uh, food. For, uh, taking out toxins. <laughs> Is that why your your piece was like asparagus? When, uh, no. No? That's not the reason why. That's not the reason why? <laughs> I, I looked it up. Oh, you did? Yeah. What did it say? I think there's like, there's some kind of sulfuric acid in the asparagus. So that's what you smell. Yeah. So you smell acid coming out of your... In your piss. In your piss. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you eat your calories. Um, that's uh, that's uh, a fuel for the body. Uh, it helps recover all the damage that you've caused throughout the gym and, and outside the gym. So eat your foods, especially your what we just talked about right now, your proteins. Um, you're, you're breaking down all that muscle and protein is going to help repair it. So... Calories, eat your calories, and especially focus on on high high protein in your diet. And then yeah, 
take the supplements that we also mentioned too, you know, your omega three, turmeric, uh, any stuff like that. Um, and then last one, keep working out. Okay, but don't be dumb and do the same body part of a sore. So I would say this. Listen so, to your body. So yes, listen to your body. I so I don't do that. So, <laughs> so there's been plenty of times where, you know, uh, Mondays are usually my leg days and then Fridays are my leg days. But on Friday, I'm still pretty sore for what I've done on Monday. Um, but I still go ahead and do my leg workout. Now, I don't do the same shit that I did on Monday, but I'm still moving those muscles. I'm still doing leg workouts. Uh, lowering down the intensity is probably a good idea, but um, but I still go ahead and put in work in those legs. Um, and that goes for everything. So I'd say keep working out. Don't do anything stupid. Don't do everything that you just did on the... Um, on that following day, uh, um, um, just keep it moving. Keep that muscle uh, uh, or um, keep that blood flow in, in that muscle. Um, so, for an example, I would say if you did legs on Monday, uh, more of a strength style of training. I would do more free weights on one day. Mm-hmm. And then stick on the machines. Machines like the other day, the other yeah. leg workout or, you know, something like that. Or just lighter or lighter weights. So, sure. you know, stuff like that. Um, you what, you, what, you don't agree with that? Lighter weights? Uh, it depends. I'm not going to go squat heavy two, two times a week. So that's what I'm I'm saying. Just go lighter heavy. weight. Yeah. Nothing. No, no, I'll deadlift heavy and then I'll squat heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bro, dude. <laughs> What a typical bro. And on that note, that's the end. That's how we think uh, the best ways for you to to recover uh, faster and help you get rid of uh, your soreness. So let me run it down real quick. One, keep it moving. Two, gentle stretches. Uh, Depending on who you are, icing and heat, um, muscle massages, uh, uh, active rest, eating your calories, and keep working out. Is there anything else you want to add to this, Jevin? I think we did get it all. And I think we've done it. And this is going to end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to check us out on the Instas, Jevin, where you at? Jevin. <laughs> you don't even remember? I have two pages. Jevin C... Underscore. There you go. And if you want to follow us on the Instagrams, on the socials, on TikTok too, right? Facebook, Twitter, Einstein's Fitness. Uh, if you want to hit us up, uh, um, shoot us an email uh, with business inquiries, uh, feedback, questions, Einstein's training at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Right, Jevin? <laughs>